Welcome back, everybody. This is Pick Six Sports. Uh, this is episode four, coming right off a crazy week three. Um, from the recap of week three, obviously the one that everybody saw last week is the Colorado and Colorado State game. Um, I actually went to bed and Colorado State was winning. I fell asleep, uh, <laughs> but Colorado surprisingly came back in overtime and won. Um, you, I think that kind of showed that Colorado isn't on the type of skill level that everybody says they are. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. Um, I think, yes, I think they're good. But I don't think that they're competing for a playoff spot. You know, just yet. How, yeah. How everybody's kind of like talking about them. So now, yeah, I mean, per, their defense does need a lot of work. The one um, key component to their team that holds their whole team together—that's just overall their best player—is is Shador Sanders. Their quarterback, I mean, he threw for 350 yards with four touchdowns. Literally had a two-minute drive at the end of the game to tie it up to send it to overtime. A 98-yard drive, 97, 98-yard drive with two minutes left. Drove him down the field to score a touchdown to go in overtime. Um, obviously, you know, Shador's a really talented quarterback, but I believe that game kind of showed that uh, if you play your cards right, I don't. I think Colorado is very beatable. Um, years to come, they may not be, but I think they are beatable because um, that's obviously all the media talks about. But I think they're beatable. Um, there is a couple changes with the AP poll. Not a lot it's craziness. Uh, there's eight teams in the top 25. Eight uh, Pac-12 teams in the top 25, which is probably an all-time record. I'm not for sure. Um, has to be. <laughs> yeah, probably is. Uh, Texas jumped up to three. Uh, Florida State dropped to four. Um, five through nine stayed the same. Um, Oregon moved up three to ten. Three spots to ten. Uh, Utah's 11. LSU jumped Bama up two spots to 12. Bama dropped three after their struggle win against USF. Uh, oh. they, are now thir- they are now 13. <laughs> Oregon State jumped up to Ole Miss jumped up to the 15. Um, Colorado dropped one spot. And then Tennessee dropped 12 spots to 23 after their uh, loss to Florida. Um, the heartbreak in the swamp, I guess, man. Yeah. Yep. Hey, we, we predicted it. <laughs> that is true. I think, honestly... I said it would come down to how well Joe Milton played, and Joe Milton struggled. He looked just like Jalen Milrow out there, in my opinion. He looked like, he looked horrible. Um, he struggled under pressure, uh, would not sit in the pocket, and obviously Florida dominated most of the game. Tennessee, start, Tennessee started to come back late, very late in the game with a touchdown, but it was done too late. Florida won 29-16. Um we talked about the Bama game. Uh, Bama won 17-3. to um, Obviously, not something Bama fans want to uh, experience. But uh, 
you know, Bama played two quarterbacks. Tyler Buckner looked at absolutely horrible. Uh, the running game for Bama is what pretty much sealed the deal for their win, scoring a late touchdown in the fourth quarter to win 17-3. to um, Then that brings us back to this topic. Uh, earlier this week, Nick Saban announced that Jalen Milrow will be the quarterback one this week against a top matchup against Ole Miss this week. Uh, Ole Miss is ranked 15th, Bama is 13th, and Ole Miss is playing at Bama. So is Jalen Milrow really the best option? Well, if you couldn't tell from last week, yes. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, that is sad to say. And and I, I'll tell you right now, I hated, I hated on Jalen Milrow. And I mean, I guess I was kind of proved wrong uh, because the whole time I was, you know, I, yeah, I was over here saying, you know, bring in Todd. And and I'll be honest with you. And now Ty could have played better if he had a he looked bad O line. O-line. So, yep. Uh, personally, you know. my opinion about it, I look at it like this. Number one, it doesn't really matter who's back there if you don't have an online blocking. Um, you're right. Had some dominant O lines in the past, and this year Alabama's O line is, on average, on average, they're bigger and they're bigger than any FBS offensive line. And on average, Bama's offensive line is bigger than the average NFL offensive line. So obviously, size doesn't matter <laughs> in this topic. Uh, Bama, Bama, they showed a graphic while. USF game that uh, the average NFL height and weight and Bama's average offensive line starting offensive line average height and weight and Bama's was just destroyed the NFL's average which is crazy um, but obviously it to me Tyler Buckner obviously did not look good He's the quarterback battle for sure um, oh yeah Ty Simpson Top Simpson had a really good had a couple passes downfield late in the game that kept the drive going on third down. I kind of like the way Ty Simpson played. I kind of wish he would get another shot if the old line was playing. You know, yes, I think Ty Simpson yes. could be really good. Um, but to me, you know, does it you know does it really matter who's back there if the off block? Um, we'll find out against Ole Miss once again how maybe Jalen can redeem himself. I'm not. I don't know. Um, I think it's, he's he's the best option for what we have right yes. now. I, I think that Jalen, he's probably the most elusive uh, QB that we have. So if the O line isn't blocking well. He'll be able to scramble out. It's just, yeah. it, it, he just, it's just, uh, he scrambles too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
you see on countless occasions, Monroe does not make uh, great decisions. Yes. Uh, you can see kind of a relatability hurts but if you relate him to Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts went tw- Jalen Hurts went 26 and 2 uh as a starter at Alabama so yes. so Milrow you know trying to follow in Jalen Hurts Mills uh Jalen Hurts uh footstep you know I think that goes to show you when you compare Jalen Hurts to Jalen Monroe, I think that goes to show you how good Jalen Hurts was at the time and then how really good Tua was when Tua replaced Jalen Hurts because I still think, I personally think Jalen Hurts was better, way better than Milrow. Um, oh. Hurts was, Hurts, Hurts might not have been the best passer. Uh, obviously, Milrow has a very strong arm, but Hurts didn't make dumb decisions late in the game to throw the game away like Milrow did against Texas, which is not always Milrow's fault. The offensive line was horrible. Um, the offensive line has continued to look horrible, and we'll have to see um, against Ole Miss how it goes. Um, moving on to the close but no cigar game for week three. Obviously, without a doubt, it's Colorado and Colorado State. Colorado oh, State yeah. dominated the whole game, for being honest. Um, and Colorado State dominated, I mean, just dominated Colorado. Colorado pulled it out in two overtimes, 143 to 35. Um, see, moving on to week four, this is probably everybody's been looking forward to week four. There's a ton of ranked matchups this week, a lot of good games. Finally, getting in some good conference play games. I mean, it's going to be going to be a really good week of college football this week um starting off who's your player to watch for week four player to watch is jace mcclellan from alabama um i think i think a big key to this week will be uh the um ground game and so, I think that he'll um, he'll either play very well, or you know, or the O line uh, they don't block again. So you know, you can have. Hard to get to the offensive line before they even touch the ball. It's hard to run. Yeah. My player to watch this week is going to be Sam Hartman for another day. Oh, yeah. Um, I like Sam Hartman. He's also, I think he's eighth or seventh now, all time, on the FBS passing touchdowns. Um, uh, Sam Hartman's been in college football for a while now, ever since 2018. He's been in college football since 2018. Um, he knows how. He, I mean, he's a veteran at this point. Uh, been a veteran. Veteran, um, I think Sam Hart is a player to watch. I think if he uses his veteran skills and his knowledge, like I said, been there in college football since 2018, the man is a leader. I think, uh, based on how well he plays, is how well Notre Dame plays and how well their season goes. Um, game of the week, obviously, some people's pointing at Bama. Um, 
State's probably Ohio State at Notre Dame as well. Um, Ohio State's ranked six. Notre Dame's ranked nine. You know, this is a we top. Found, this top is a top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, how can you not have this in your game of the week? They're playing prime time. It, it's just mm-hmm. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really good game. Um, I think we'll finally figure out how good Ohio State is on national television when the lights are on, and I'm excited to see it because, you know, I, I'm not going to say anything. I don't think Ohio State's as good as they have been in the past, but, you know, if you say that, then you look at Bama down there at 13. Yeah. Uh, Bama, Bama lose this weekend against Ole Miss, you know. You know, I mean, although, you know, bouncing back after the Texas game, winning out the – um, SEC West going to the SEC title game, win it, and then finding your way back into the playoffs. They lose this weekend against Ole Miss. All that goes away. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that also. But I think just on paper, Ohio State versus Notre Dame is going to be a really good game. Um, upset alert this week. You got um, your upset alert. Uh, if you don't mind, uh. Uh, I guarantee you, our, our upsets, uh, they're going to be in our, uh, uh, pick six. Oh, pick six. Okay. Uh, oh, just all right. You know, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, we'll go on to the pick six games then. Um, the pick six games from last week, <clears throat> we only picked different on one game, and it was the Georgia Tech at Ole Miss. I picked Ole Miss. You picked Georgia Tech. Ole Miss dominated Georgia Tech. Then obviously the other games from the pick six: LSU at Mississippi State. LSU won. Um, Colorado. Uh, versus Colorado State, Colorado won. Minnesota at North Carolina, North Carolina won. Washington at Michigan, uh, Michigan State, Washington pulled it off. And then last week's upset alert and uh, game of the week: Tennessee at Florida. We both picked Florida. Um, Florida obviously won that game. Moving on to this week's pick six games, um, a lot of good games this week. We'll start off with uh, number four, Florida State at Clemson. Who do you got? I got Florida State. Um, I think there's a tendency for Florida State to play up to uh, who they're playing against. And then also, you know, if they're playing uh, like um, – a Boston College, per se, you know, only win by two. Um, that kind of it. It'll make you look at Florida State a little uh, uh, differently. Yeah, and it's just. If it's any other team, 
you take into account you know who they're playing. This week it's Clemson, and Clemson does not look good. Clemson does not look good at all. So I'm taking Florida State. Okay. Um, I like to pick. My opinion is. I have a problem with early season AP top 25 polls and polls in general up till you know, you get to like end of October, November is when they really only matter. Um, a top 25 polls at the beginning of the season, you would be surprised if you would go back last year, you know, look at last year's top five, top 25 teams, and then look at the final season's top 25 teams, you'd be amazed. Literally half of them aren't in there anymore. People who are ranked 10, 10 or top 10 are just, you know, out of the top 25. Uh, I don't think Florida State belongs in the fourth spot. Um, I believe they should have dropped more than just one spot. I don't think they're the fourth best team in the nation. Um, obviously, right. Jordan Trav- obviously, Jordan Travis is a phenomenal player, but – your defense has to stop Boston College. Um, I know Boston College probably on about on the same level as Clemson at this rate, but I honestly think playing at Clemson, I think Clemson wins. Um, oh, okay. I think okay. I think I think Clemson wins. I think Dabo gets his guys right, and Dabo uses his experience of coaching in the big games, and I think Clemson wins. Um, by a close one, but I think Clemson wins. Um, UCLA, number two, 22, UCLA at number 11, Utah. I've got Utah. Um, Utah's looked pretty good this season so far. No complaints about Utah. Um, I'm not sure if they're starting quarterbacks back yet or not. I know he's been trying to get back. I, I, just, I just like Utah over UCLA. Um. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take them too. Um, me seeing UCLA struggle against San Diego State um, makes me raise eyebrows. So, uh, yeah, I take Utah. Now, Utah also did struggle with uh, uh, Baylor. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, you know, I mean, Utah did struggle with Baylor, but you know, they. I believe they're also coming off that big win against Florida. Um, I think they were right. coming. Out, they're right. playing at Baylor too. I just like them playing at home against uh, UCLA. Utah gets it done. Um. Number 14, Oregon State at number 21, Washington State. Who do you got? Give me... Um... Okay. I'm going to go with... Washington State. Washington State. In a yeah. close game. It, in a close game. I, I, I guarantee you this game, it'll go into overtime. Guarantee it. 
it'll be a close game. They're both evenly. Um, so far this season, they haven't really had any close games. Um, they all look, I mean, they both look solid. Um, it's a tough one. Um, I was kind of liking Washington State more, but Oregon State's defense is Washington State. So I'm going to go Oregon State. A close one. It's a turn. It's really a, like a coin. Um, they both look evenly matched. It'll be a really good game. I'm just going to go based off how many points they gave up this year, and I like Oregon State against uh, Washington State. Um, okay. A lot of Another big game this week that people are saying a big game, but, however, I don't really see it being that big of a game. It's Colorado at Oregon. Colorado wins. I like the uh, Colorado wins by three touchdowns. I like that. I think Colorado uh, – I mean, not Colorado. I think Oregon – I think Oregon oh. wins. Uh, yeah, I think I think <laughs> my bad. I think I think Oregon wins. I think Oregon wins by like two or three touchdowns, maybe even more than that. I think Oregon just. I think Oregon is gonna be Colorado and Deion Sanders welcome to, like, where the real boys play, where the big, where the real teams play. You know, Oregon's been battling for a while to get back up into the like the conversation of the college football playoff, and. You know, they did have a struggle win against Texas Tech, but it was at Texas Tech. Um, Oregon, Oregon will Oregon will put up some numbers on offense with Bo Nix, um, especially against Colorado. Oregon is going to run up the score on Colorado, I believe, uh, personally. So, I've got Oregon. I don't really think it'd be a close game. It'll be a close game first quarter, but I think Oregon takes care of business. Oh, now, week one, I learned to not uh, uh, choose against prime time. Well, I I don't care. I, I'm going to go. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, Oregon at home uh, and now Colorado they don't have Travis Hunter uh, he's out for three yep. weeks uh, yep. prayers out to him uh, he got sent back to the hospital um, half uh, half way through the game yeah. uh, last week I mean, that game—he got absolutely obliterated. Yeah, he did get obliterated. I think it was a clean hit, though. Personally, I—I uh, I, I think, think it was a clean hit. I mean, you know, it, it looks dirty, but yeah. you have to also know he don't the safety that was coming in. He don't know where the ball is. You know, his goal is, you know, he probably—I don't think he—I don't even think he knew where the ball was. Yeah. He was just going to hit him, and I mean, it's not like it was targeting or anything i i thought it was a clean hit um stuff like that happens when you're playing football i mean it's football it's contact i mean yeah. back then nobody would have said anything about it nowadays though you hit somebody hard like that you know it makes you raise eyebrows people raise eyebrows for some reason um 10 15 years ago dudes would get carted off the field like every other game and you know that was normal 
nowadays yeah. you know you get hit hard helmet comes off face mask comes off like everybody wants to blame the dude for doing the hitting when he's playing football and it's a contact sport you know i don't yeah, yeah. i don't really get it right there i think dion kinda, i like dion uh dion took up for the kids saying you know because he was receiving death threats and all kinds of stuff dion took up for him and you know it's football like it's contact sport you know um it's a contact sport that's what you yeah yeah uh travis hunter is doing good though he was actually i think he was live streaming on twitch or something the other day i saw him <laughs> uh he's doing good though uh travis hunter is doing good it's gonna be good to see him back on the field uh, moving on to number 15 old miss at number 13 alabama um back in the day 2016 2017 i believe Alabama some trouble back then um I think in this game, this context, Bama's quarterback situation, Bama's O-line situation comes down to two things. Can they contain Jackson Dart? And, you know, I think they do, but, you know, it's hard. You can't – the reason defense is the hardest thing to play is because you can't – you have to stop. You Like, it's going to be hard to stop a guy every single time throughout the game. Um, you know, I think uh, – Alabama loses. Um, I think Jalen Milrow doesn't. When it comes clutch time, I don't think he shows up. I think he chokes again. Um, this game, this game right here, reminds me a lot of the 2015 game. Uh, it was actually 2015. Uh, Bama played Ole Miss at Bama in 2015. Ole Miss was ranked 15 when they beat Bama last. And Bama and Ole Miss beat Bama 43-37 to in Tuscaloosa when Bama was ranked second in the nation in 2015. And, you know, that's, that that was a game Chad Kelly was the quarterback, and he had a bunch of – Jake Coker was there. Jake Coker made some costly mistakes. Um, well, well uh, I think I, I think I, I think Ole Miss wins. On that last – Topic. Uh, it was actually uh, they benched uh, Jake and then uh, brought in um, Cooper Cooper Bateman. Bateman, yes, and yeah. then he, he he threw like three picks or something. And then they brought in uh, 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 Jake just to see if he could, you know. Yeah. Jake Coker threw three touchdowns and two two interceptions in that game. Once again, though, quarterback struggles. Um, QB struggles, yep. Oh, well, last time Ole Miss beat Bama was in 2015. Ole Miss was ranked 15th in the nation. This year, Ole Miss is ranked 15th in the nation. What's a relatable, another relatable coincidence from 2015 to 2023 season? Bama's quarterback situation is still a question mark. And last year, now last year, Bama had Bryce Young. Bama escaped Ole Miss 30 to 24. 
Bama was losing at halftime last year, going into halftime against Ole Miss last year, while having Bryce Young as their quarterback. I think Lane Kiffin's going to be ready. I think he's going to know what to do to stop Milrow, which it's not hard to stop Milrow, especially with that kind of offensive line. I think Ole Miss wins. As a Bama fan, it pains me to say that, but, you know, not, you know, you can, the most important player on the field nowadays in college football is the quarterback. 20 years ago, when everybody was ground pounding the ball or running the ball all the time and you didn't really have dominant quarterbacks like crazy like you did 20 years ago compared to the way you do now. Quarterback's the most important player on the field. If you don't have a high-flying offense with a really good quarterback, you ain't going to put up numbers. Melrose, if he's consistent, offensive line plays well, Bama can do it. I don't see it happening. Ole Miss wins. Uh, the points that you just made there are so true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but if if history repeats itself, that year actually uh, that Alabama lost to oh, 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 oh Miss, they struggled the next week, and then. After that, obliterated um, um, Georgia on the road. Um, so, I mean, if history repeats itself, the that loss is uh, to uh, uh, to um, Texas. And then, but also that isn't. That isn't. Uh, It it would be really, really, really hard, really hard, and I say really, I mean really hard, to lose to Ole Miss, and your team not go. Hey, like we just ain't got it this year. Yeah. Back to back wins can't beat a tw- top twenty five opponent struggling against USF. Just saying, uh, you know, you lose the Ole Miss at home, you can't win the home games on home field advantage against a top twenty five team. You know that that raises some eyebrows to me. Something, you know, those are the yeah, games. Right. Those are the those are the games that are in your favor and that you should win. Because um, you have to remember, Bama also travels to Texas A&M this year. They also travel to Auburn. Uh, LSU and Jane Daniels will come storming back. They play. They come to Tuscaloosa. You, I mean, when you have home field advantage against a top 25 team, you got to take advantage of it. Bama didn't against Texas. Um, not blaming it. You know, Milroe made some costly mistakes. Same thing for uh, this Ole Miss game, you know. Take advantage of the home field advantage. Win the game. You know, if Bama loses this, if Bama loses against Ole Miss, I guess there's there's still a possibility Bama could end up in the SEC championship game because Ole Miss could then lose a couple games down the road throughout the season against some West opponents that we end up beating, such as Texas A&M, Arkansas, LSU, Auburn. You know. 
So, I mean, if we lose against Ole Miss, we can still go to the SEC Championship game. But my point is, it's going to be hard as a team to go, you know. Two losses, two you're going to be two and two. Can't win at home. I mean, the confidence just goes away, in my opinion. Personally. You yeah, Bama. You uh, going with Bama? I, 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 I got Alabama by three. By three? Yep. Yeah, if it does come to a, down to a field goal battle, I do like our, I do like our, uh, I do like our situation with Will. But the thing is, though, comes down to a two-minute drive. Got to drive fifty yards to get in the field goal range. Can Milrow do that uh, with no timeouts? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't so. think he could. at all. At all. I would rather put a running back at Wildcat and just run up the middle than see that happen. Because I promise you, it would be a pick. Or, yeah. or he could use his legs. But if you gotta throw the ball with no timeouts, I mean, mm. can't stop the yeah. clock. It kind of does no good for you to run. But you know, bit interesting to see. I'm looking forward to it. The it'll be a really good game. It'll be a really good game. Really good game. I'm glad Bama comes on at 2:30, and then the game of the week against Ohio State at Notre Dame plays at 6:30 in prime time. So we'll be able to watch both those games right after the Bama game. Be nice. Um, Ohio State at Notre Dame, game of the week. I got Notre Dame. I think Sam Hartman uses his, his veteran player mentality against Ohio State. Ohio State quarterback situation up in the air, kind of like Bama's. At Notre Dame, Notre Dame wins because Sam Hartman. I'm right there with you, exactly the same, and that is uh, uh the uh, uh, upset alert. Oops, upset that alert. I had earlier. Okay, um, I I got it too. You, I was yeah. thinking. I think Notre Dame pulls it off. Um, yes. Having Sam Hartman down there playing at home. Been in college football for six years about. Sam Hartman's a really good, talented quarterback. Um, he's been FBS so long, like I said earlier. I think he's seventh or eighth. They showed a graphic this past weekend. He's like seventh or eighth on most touchdown throws by an FBS quarterback in college football history. I mean, the guy's on records i mean he's just how long he's been in college football and playing at home against ohio state i don't think it really phases him um i think he goes out there and i think he plays really well i think he wins i'm right there with you uh i do have a score uh prediction, prediction? for this game uh, notre like dame that? ohio state yeah um you know I will go Notre Dame. Thirty-four, Ohio State. Seventeen. All right. I'm gonna go with twenty-seven to uh uh uh, uh fourteen. 27-14. Yep. Ohio State's defense has looked okay this year. 
in a sense, though, they haven't played anybody at all. You're right. Um, so it will be interesting to see how that turns out. Kyle McCord last week did play really good against Western Kentucky. He had 318 yards with three touchdowns. He went 19 for 23. So a lot better decision-making coming out of Kyle McCord. Maybe Ohio State's find their quarterback. Um, be interesting to see how he plays down there at or up there at Notre Dame. Um, be exciting week four. Uh, can't wait to recap it all next week. It's going to be a lot of good games. Uh, Tennessee is going to be trying to bounce back against UTSA. And Georgia's still playing a nobody. They're playing UAB this week. Um, after their struggle win last week against South Carolina, uh, South Carolina was winning that football game pretty convincingly going into halftime. Uh, Spencer Rattler was on fire and then came out second half and Georgia just flipped a script on them. Uh, very uh, Georgia ended up winning 24 to 14. Uh, South Carolina was going into halftime up 14 to three in Athens. Georgia came out third and shut down South Carolina's offense and held them scoreless the second half to win 24 to 14. Um, Spencer Rattler had two picks, uh, but. South Carolina played really good. If they would have kept their offense going in the second half, there would have been no doubt in my mind that they would have beat Georgia. You're completely right. I believe uh, also, you know, you have Florida State barely beat Boston College. goes back yes. to my point earlier. Um, you know, there will be a lot of good games this week. This week, you know, week four, you know, Teams have had time now to find their players, find where they're sucking at, fill in the gaps, you know, really start. This is when college football really starts to become fun. Um, This is when you really start to see the really good teams uh, break away from the average teams. And this is when you get to really see the elite teams come out. So be really interesting to see because no team this year has really separated themselves for anybody. Uh, Georgia's still holding up the number one spot on the AP poll. Uh, but, you know, do they look as elite as they have in the past? I don't think so. So, no. it'll be interesting to see. Exciting week four, though. You got anything else? Uh, that's all. All right. Uh, appreciate y'all for watching. We will see y'all next week.